Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Sharice Johnson Moore here. Your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. If you are looking to get over drug addiction, I'm here for you. If you are looking to get over church hurt, I am here for you. If you're looking to get over abuse, I'm here for you. I'm here to listen. I'm here to let you vent. I'm here to let you let it all out that what you're holding on to uh, so it won't hold you prisoner. And God can move you forward to where he wants you to be. You can reach me through my email. I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or you can reach me through my website www.ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com and I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear what you have to say. I really, really do. Today, on After Sex or Sunday, we have a special guest. And his name is Apostle Clarence Cottrell. And he is a mighty man of God. Okay? Mighty man of God. And the title of his book is Denied Love denied love so let's get into this topic with apostle clarence cattrall and we're going to talk about his book denied love on author's excerpt sunday okay so i want you to sit back relax get your coffee get your tea get your your snacks, you know, whatever you, you know, what, however you want to do that, you know, you know, and, and, and I want you to feel like we're having a conversation. You're sitting in the room, you're sitting in the room with us and you're just sitting there and you're listening and you're enjoying this conversation. I hope you enjoy Authors Excerpt Sunday episode today with our special guest, Apostle Clarence Cottrell. All right, babies, so let's get busy. doing today Sharice Johnson Moore here and I just want to say thank you hello everyone and welcome to Authors Excerpt Sunday welcome to Authors Excerpt Sunday and today we have as a guest we have as a guest as is author Clarence Cottrell he is the author of Denied Love. Yes, he is the author of Denied Love. And we are going to have a marvelous time talking with him today. And it is very important that we understand that it is a must. It is an honor. It is a privilege to be interviewing someone of this caliber. And our guest today is Author Clarence Cottrell. I want to say hi. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. I am here for you. Okay, today we have this special guest. We have a special, special guest. His name is Arthur Clarence Cottrell, and he is a marvelous man of God, and I want y'all to, uh, you know, invite and share, invite and share um, with uh, with everyone that you know about this interview, okay? And I want to welcome everyone to Author's Excerpt Sunday. All right, amen, amen. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing, Mr. Clarence Cottrell? How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm marvelous, 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 marvelous. How are you doing today? I'm doing all great. right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I see that you are an author and I'm going to read your bio. I want to read, I want to let everyone know who you are. Okay. Um, Pat, apostle, he's an apostle. Okay. Let's, 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 let's everybody know this mighty man of God is an apostle. Apostle Clarence Cottrell is one of God's anointed men of faith and power. God has used Cottrell to bring salvation, healing, and deliverance from sickness and demonic spirits to thousands. God has worked many miracles through his humble servant throughout the United States and in many foreign countries. He is an apostle to the nation who has devoted his life to preaching the good news of Jesus Christ and walking in his footsteps. He served in the U.S. Army for four years and was awarded two bronze stars for bravery. He currently holds a bachelor degree in marketing from Methodist University. Additionally, he holds three certificates, pastoral studies, biblical teaching and divinity for all from oral roberts university apostle cottrell is a devoted husband and father who truly understands what what the title husband and father mean he has acquired many followers through true vine church of faith and deliverance and True Vine Love Ministries International. Apostle Clarence has had a unique love for God's people and a burden to win souls at all costs and <clears throat> since 1990. He strongly sets the example that encourages all races to recognize that color shouldn't matter. We will, we all belong to Jesus Christ. Apostle Clarence has been given an apostolic prophetic message of divine order by God to impact the world. This message framed from healing and deliverance for the 21st century church comes powerfully packed in his sermons, teachings, and most recently through his literary works. His most current written work, Denied Love, is a heartwarming chronicle of extraordinary events from the life of an ordinary man. This heartwarming account will leave you scratching your head, wanting more, and sometimes even having that proverbial deja vu moment. Denied love is a confirming word of how the power and love of God are undeniably available to all of us. He is currently working on the next series of books, A Shattered Heart Reaching, reaching Through a Broken Window. God deals in specifics and where is Adam and understanding the love of Jesus Christ. Welcome everyone. Welcome. We have Apostle Clarence Cottrell here with us on Authors Excerpt Sunday today. Hello, Apostle Clarence. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing well. Doing well. Doing well. Okay. okay. Is it snowing where you went? Yes, it is. It's coming down. Snow, ice, everything. Everything that could come. <laughs> Say yeah. everything, everything, right? Yes. Okay. So um, I wanted to, uh, you know, is there anything that you do not do in the mighty kingdom of God? <laughs> well, um, you know, as Jesus said, you know, he came to serve. And, and so I'm a servant first. And yes. that's the most important thing to me, you know, no matter what it is, uh, there is to help people. Most people that are in ministry, they want to be served you know, yes. but mm -hmm. 
you know, what I want to do is go out and be a servant. I don't care if it's pushing a broom, helping someone in their mm -hmm. house. It, it doesn't matter, you know, and that's, um, I, I think that in ministries today, people have gotten away from uh, mm -hmm. the, the whole message, the reason why Jesus came. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, I, I, I get that. I understand because sometimes um it it's it's like they step away they step away from God because mm -hmm. they don't think God is listening mm -hmm. and sometimes they they haven't you know a lot a lot you know we have I've had it myself I've been impatient with God Mm -hmm. Because he's not answering what I want to ask. I want him to do it right now. I need you to do it now. I need you to do it right now. You know, and it's like sometimes God may not come when you want him to, but he's always there. Yes, yes. And and and, and that's the part that we sometimes we forget mm -hmm. is I need Jesus now. I need him to work with my children now. And I need I need it right now. And it's it's like, okay, but God has a process. God has a process for us all. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to someone that is in need of God now? Well, um, the what, what I would tell them is that, you know, it, it's, he's not a, a hard person to, to uh, get to. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's, you know, the world is, it's harder to please people in the world than it is Jesus. The only thing, you know, he says in the book of Revelation 3 and 20, you know, I stand at the door and knock, you know, mm -hmm. anyone hear my voice? He said, you know, you know, just just open up. He just just open up the door. I'll let you in. And mm -hmm. he said, you, you you can't crack the door. You have to open up the door and let him yeah. in. And once mm -hmm. he comes in, you mm -hmm. know, it, it'll change your life forever. So if you if you want him, yeah. is the only thing you have to do is just call on him. Yes it's, yes, it's just that simple, and and believe me, he's going to hear you, and yes. he's going to come to whatever need that you have. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, and it really so, comes what you believe too. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it depends, you know, and sometimes, uh, um, you know, sometimes we get so stuck on. God give me mm -hmm. that we don't realize that we have to go to him. We yeah. have to open up and we have to say, Lord, look, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm trying, but I need your help. Yes. Yes. But we have to surrender. We have to bring all our problems and situations and issues unto him and some and we got to leave them now we can't take them to them then turn around all right i'm gonna take them back with me you know and, yeah and 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 feel like okay well i'm gonna keep carrying this burden i'm gonna keep carrying this burden around with me and i suppose i left it at the altar when i went but <laughs> i didn't leave it there yeah. and I, I took it back home with me you know and and we have to learn how to um you know have to learn how to to surrender yeah you to surrender yeah that that's a funny thing because you know people they do that all the time they'll pray lord um you you know that i have these bills or i have this situation going on in my life and then after they get up they'll go and and, and try to take care of it and instead of waiting mm -hmm. on you to answer and, you know, yeah. I, you know, I, sometimes I, I tell people, you know, I could just see the Lord just sitting on the throne, just just looking at it. You just prayed to me about what you you asked me for something and then you go and try to take care of it. And he'll step back and just look at us like, um, OK, if, if, if you want to do it, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I'll let you do it, you know, and then mm -hmm. we always and it's always circles back, you know. Mm -hmm about the question that we, you know, Lord, I, I, I know I asked for it and I know I took care of it, but, and I know that I shouldn't have paid, I, I shouldn't have took money off this bill to pay this bill, uh, mm -hmm. but this time I'm going to wait. Yeah. 
yeah. get that impatience. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, and and so, apostle. Uh, 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 so let's talk about your book. Let's talk about the yes. love. Okay. And what does it? Uh, yes. <laughs> all right. So tell us about your book. Well, it's, it's my book is all about um, a young man mm -hmm. that was denied at at his childhood. He mm -hmm. was that he was denied as, as a child, mm -hmm. and and as he was denied, you no one knew that he was special. You know. Mm -hmm. And and the really really odd thing about it is that, you know, he couldn't he didn't have any he didn't have uh, he couldn't make friends. Yes. Everyone picked on him, and mm -hmm. they they thought he was a square. He was he was everything that he was he wasn't just. I mean, he was getting denied at home and in school and stuff as he grew up. Mm -hmm. But the thing about it, he was as before he was born, yes. he was literally he was chosen before mm -hmm. he was born. Yes. Because of the things that his mom used to do be why he was uh when when he was born. Oh. Okay. Okay. So let's uh Let's dive into an excerpt. Would you read for us, please? Sure, sure, sure. sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm reading a part where uh, where he went to the service, and um, and and then once he reached the service, and some things that happened in his life. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, James. He looked. Uh, wait a minute, James. You got the guys. Some of his friends. He wanted to have Bible study with some of his friends, mm -hmm. but, but they ignored him. He wanted to have mm -hmm. prayer and Bible study, and they ignored him. So mm -hmm. he went. He went on to his room and prayed by himself. And James went into his room, and he turned on his air and he began to read. See, James' mom had told him uh, that whenever he was afraid, read in the Bible, Psalms 91. Mm -hmm. so James started reading and then he laid down and he prayed and he was drifting off into a sleep and he kept hearing something in his room. Yes. And he looked and he, he didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. And so he turned back over and he he kept hearing, he heard something like a lion roaring in his room mm -hmm. and he knew that is it's, he knew it wasn't his air condition mm -hmm. and he heard it an, again, like a lion. And, mm -hmm. but it said, James, mm -hmm. James, be not afraid. Mm -hmm. I, I have chosen thee. Yes. James tried to turn over, but he couldn't move. Mm -hmm. The only thing they, that James could do is cry. The voice said, James, James, be not afraid. Mm -hmm. I am Jesus. And um, then the only thing that James knew uh, to do at that moment is to cry. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. And after that, um, he uh, spoke into his life and that he would speak to many nations. And okay. he said, no one will receive you as they rejected me. So will they reject you. Okay. Amen. 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 I like that part in the book. Yeah. I like that. You know, because so many times in our lives, we are, we're in a world where um, we feel rejected mm -hmm. or we feel that no one loves us, mm -hmm. no one wants us. Yeah. 
And it is a thing of later on in life, it, when we're young, we don't see that God has set us apart. Yes, yes, yes. That we don't we don't see that we're chosen mm-hmm. as a people. Yes. And and when you're chosen, you're treated almost just like Jesus. You know, when Jesus was out here, you know, the people rejected him and oh, he's just a carpenter's son, and he, you know, he ain't nobody, you know, he, he just one of them Hebrew boys, you know, he just, you know, he just some regular old dude, but they didn't realize that God had chosen them. God had chosen him. Yes. And made him for his purpose. Yes. Mm. So what part, what, 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 what made, what motivated you to write the book? Well, um, you know, I've been, you know, actually a long time ago, um, I, I had thought about it. And, and believe me when I tell you, I have tried to write this book. I think it was back in 20, uh, 2004. Okay. And, you know, that's when I had my, my little small laptop and mm-hmm. I'm typing and typing and typing. And I had so much stuff on that laptop when I was doing it. Yeah. And the really upsetting thing is that mm-hmm. I didn't know about laptops crashing. So I'm almost done. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden my <laughs> laptop kept blinking and it kept mm-hmm. blinking. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like, boom, it was gone. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my Lord, what in the world? And mm-hmm. and and so I took it to you know the computer shop to get it, and they couldn't they couldn't save it. You know, they couldn't save my story. And I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my Lord. And I literally just stopped. Yeah. And I said, I'm not gonna do this again. And it had been tugging at my spirit for so long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, you know, and the reason why I wrote the book is because there's so many people that don't even understand their self. They don't understand why they were, why they went through the things that they did as a yeah. child to get to where I am now, to where mm-hmm. I'm going to be, yeah. you know? Yes. And when mm-hmm. you don't understand that your past, it, it can affect your present, but you have to understand the uniqueness of what Jesus is doing in your life that's going to change your life forever. Yeah. And don't complain about it, praise him in it, because where he's taking yeah. you mm-hmm. yes. is it, beyond your what you what you think. It's beyond your yeah. mind. It's beyond yeah. your mindset. The only thing you mm-hmm. have to do is just focus on him. Yes. yes. And once you focus on him and you get aligned with him, According mm-hmm. to what's going on in your life, he'll show you your direction. Yes, yes, yeah. amen. I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> so, um, so how, how, so what, what do you think is the best part of your book? Honestly, I was getting ready to read that part too. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to read that. I like that part, but the the other part of my book, I like. Uh, I'm getting ready mm-hmm. to read this part to you, and. Okay. And um, it's about, um, it's actually about a blind man. Okay. And um, this part, I, I just love it. And I'm a, I'm not going to read it. I'm actually going to talk about it because I, I love this part of the book. And, you know, James and his mother, they went down to uh, this ethnic festival. And they were going down there and they were actually just going down there to see what was down there, enjoy the mm-hmm. food down there. And see the people he was home seeing his mother and then so he went on down with his mother and they were walking together she was glad to see him and it was a blind man blind homeless man that was sitting on the corner yes and he was sitting on the corner and and he, and he said i want to go over there and help that man and his mother said martha told him to just leave that he said leave that old man alone he said stop that's what the people's Mm-hmm. He said, no, I, he said he, you know, he just wanted something to eat. He, that's all he wanted was something to eat. Yeah. And so his mother went on over and she had seen some things over and the tables that were set up. And so she mm-hmm. went over there and uh, he told her that he was going into the store. So he went over to the blind man mm-hmm. and the blind man knew that he was there because, you know, yes. one thing about blind people, even though they're blind, they can sense, you know, their senses are there. 
Mm-hmm. And so he said, he said, sir, if you could give me something to eat. And I said, well, you want to go in the store? No, well, you know, James, he said, you, you know, do you want to go in the store? And he said, no, no, no. He said, I can't go in the store because they told me I can't come in. And James told him, he said, this is what I'll do. I'll go in there and get you something to eat. But I, I need for you to do something for me. Mm-hmm. And James said, well, I mean, the, the blind man said, well, what do you need for me to do? He said, I need for you to close your eyes. And the blind man laughed at me and said, what do I need to close my eyes for? I can't see anything. <laughs> but he said, I got a surprise for you, but I need for you to close your eyes. I need for you to close them real, real tight. And he said, I'm going mm-hmm. you on the shoulder. And, and, and I just need for you to close your eyes. So he went into to the place and there was a subway. He went in there and he said, he asked the, the, the manager, why you won't feed this man? Because he's hungry. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then the, 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 the manager and the, and the person at the front said he stinks. You know, we don't want to let him in here because he would, you know, first, you know, his odor. And we just, you know, we, we don't let you know, homeless people in yeah. you know, because then they don't want to leave. And mm-hmm. and I told him, I said, that could be Jesus sitting on the corner trying to see, wait to see what you're going to do. Yeah. That could be your blessing. And mm-hmm. I said, I want to buy him something to eat. And they said, well, yeah. okay, you can buy it, but you can't bring him on the inside. And I said, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So James, he looked back out the door and he said, make sure you keep your eyes shut now. He said, I'm telling you, I'm not going anywhere, but <laughs> keep your eyes shut. So James went back in there. And he got two drinks for him and he got, you know, Subway sandwich and stuff. And he came back outside and he set the sandwich beside him and he he gave him the drink and the chips were sitting right next to him. And he said, I'm going to set a drink here and I'm going to set a drink next to you. He said, why? He said, you'll see why in a few minutes, but I need for you to do me a favor. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, what do you need me to do now? (laughs) (laughs) He said, um, I want you to keep your eyes shut and I don't want you to um, open up your eyes. And James was like, um, yeah, I, I need for you to keep, you to keep this promise to me. And so he went on and did that. But mm-hmm. uh, the blind man was said, well, I thought I was getting something to eat. But yeah. James told him, I'm getting ready to give you something to eat and something greater than that. He said, promise me you'll keep your eyes shut. Yeah. Said, okay, uh-huh. okay, if that's what I need to do to eat. Uh-huh. So yeah. James went on, and his mother said to him, James, I told you to leave that man alone. And so uh-huh. they went on, and they were leaving. Yeah. So they went on up the street. They turned yeah. the corner, and they would get ready to get in the car. The blind man got tired of keeping his eyes shut. Yeah. And then he opened up his eyes. Uh-huh. And he jumped up and started screaming, I can see, I can see, mm. and see. Mm-hmm. And he was looking around and he said, where is he? Where is he? Mm-hmm. Where is he? Yeah. And um, he couldn't find who he was, but he was, yeah. he was praising God and mm-hmm. said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. He said, I've got mm-hmm. to find this man. Yes, I can see. Mm-hmm. And yeah. James, he just went on home. Mm-hmm. That's the best part of my of the my book. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. That's good. That, I like that. I, I really like that. You know, yeah. I, hey, you you're giving me some stuff that make me want. You're giving us. You're giving us some stuff to make us want to read. Want to pick the book and read it. Yes. Um, it says so. So, what do you have planned next? As, uh, uh, as far as your writing is concerned? Well, um, I, I have uh, my next book that's coming out. It's called A Shattered Heart Reaching Through a Broken Window. And mm-hmm. and that book is really about everyone, you know, how your past can affect your, your present and, and your future. I mean, there, there are men and women that have been um, 
raped in their life, you know, as a child and, 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 and it's hidden in the closet. And, and then as they grow up, they don't know how to love. And then there's men that have, you know, the babysitter uh, molested them and they, things, no one knew it and, and it's hidden in the closet. And then they grow up and they don't know how to love. And then mm-hmm. they try to preach out of that ministry, but they, but they preaching out of bitterness and things because they're broken on the inside because it's a scar. There's a hole there that needs to be mended. Mm-hmm. And they have to learn to forgive. And yeah. so that's what my next book is about. Okay, okay, okay. Anything look, you got any, any more other books? You know? <laughs> Anything more? Yeah, well, uh then uh, there's another one called God Deals in Specifics, and you mm-hmm. know, and how we ask for something from God and we'll say, you know, Lord, I want a car. And then, you know, he gave us a car, but then Mm -hmm. driving the car and then the car breaks down. But you said you wanted a car. You didn't say I wanted a brand new car or a brand new house. You know, one thing about God, when he wants something from him, specifically asked because I actually told a young lady once, uh, her and her husband, their car broke down. And I said, Mm -hmm. they said, well, I can't get a car because my credit and everything else is all messed up. I said, God knows your need. I said, do you believe that? They said, yeah, I believe it. They said they believed it. But Mm -hmm. then they said, we went down to the car place. They said, we can't get approved. I said, go Mm -hmm. down to the place, find Mm -hmm. the car, put your hands on the car that you want specifically. Mm -hmm. And they said, and I said, come back and see me. And they said, okay. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, they came back, but they what they did, they didn't do exactly what I told them to do. I said, go down mm-hmm. there. I didn't, say, I didn't go down there and say, get financed or anything like that. I said, go down there, touch the car that you want, specifically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't go down there and get the car that you afford. Go down there to get the car, touch the car that you want. Yes. And so they went back down there. They did exactly what I told them to do. Mm-hmm. Touch the car that they want. I said, yeah. I said, are you sure this is the car that you want? Yeah, but we can't mm-hmm. afford it. I said, just believe. Do you want this car? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they, I said, go down there and tell them that God said that this is my car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so okay. they, they went down there and then they took them through all the financing. I said, you didn't do what I told you to do. I said, you go down there mm-hmm. specifically and tell them yeah. that this yeah is my car. And so mm-hmm. they came back to me and told me again, I said, you go down there and you ask mm-hmm. for the manager, the guy that told you that you can't get mm-hmm. financed. Yes. Ask for his manager and tell yes. them, tell him that God said that mm-hmm. this is my car. Mm-hmm. They went down there. Yes. They talked to his manager. Mm-hmm. The manager said, oh, okay, come on in my office. Mm-hmm. He took him in the office. He said, do you have insurance for this car? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, we, we do, but, you know, but I told you we can't afford, you know, no high payment. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, okay, okay. And he said, mm-hmm. uh, and you said, so you can get your insurance right now. I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, well, go up, go sit out in the lobby. Do y'all need anything to drink? And he said, um, well, no, we just wanted his, and his wife wanted something to drink. So they went on, got, gave her some water. She came back. Then he said, come on, come on back in. And he said, I need for you to sign here. Well, he said, well, what is our car payment coming? He said, just go ahead and just sign these papers right here. He said, wait, wait a minute now. He said, wait a minute. Didn't you tell me that God said, this is, you sent me down to get, get your car? And he said, and so they went down, they got and signed the paper and stuff. And he said, and he signed, he said, sign the bottom of this, this registration right here. Mm-hmm. He said, well, well, what, what, what paperwork I, we need to know. And his wife was panicking. She said, well, I need to know what my, how much my bill is going to be and stuff because we can afford, you know, so much. And then uh-huh. he said, go, and he called the man in. He said, go put this on the back of this car. And he said, we're going to clean the car up right quick. He mm-hmm. took it back. They cleaned it up, put the tag on it and stuff. And he said, mm-hmm. uh, um, you want to go ahead and get in your car? He said, what do you mean? 
you, do you want to go ahead and get in your car? Mm-hmm. He said, well, what, what, you know, I, yeah, we can take it around the corner for a test drive, but I told you, I couldn't, wait a minute, this is <laughs> your car. Yes. And he said, he said, congratulations, God bless you. He shook their hands. They cried in the car. Yes. They couldn't even pull over. They cried so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They couldn't even drive. The only thing they could do was just praise God. And mm-hmm. then when they came and gave testimony, God gave us a car with no note. He literally gave us a no note, anything mm-hmm. paid off free. Uh-huh. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. Amen. Charles says, God will do it. Yes, he yes. will. God will do everything. Yes. And, you know, and then we have a comment from, uh, we have a comment from Mr. Victor Hicks Senior says, Amen. Great insight, Apostle Clarence Cottrell. Yes. And, and, you know, and, you know, and the thing is, is sometimes that uh, we have to have these things that we have to believe in to the point that we don't have to ask no questions. Yes, yes. Don't ask no questions. Just believe what God tells us. And yes. If we just go with that. We don't have to deal with all these problems. Yeah. You know, stuff we, we, the stuff we 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 bring on ourselves. That's what we say. You know, we yes. bring it on ourselves because we do not have the power of believing what God has told us to do. Yes. And sometimes it can it can just be it can be like. We hard-headed sometimes. <laughs> yes. We yes, hard-headed. Yes. We, we hard-headed. Oh, my goodness. So, um, uh, Apostle, where can we all find your book? Where can we find your book? Uh, well, you can find it on my website. It's on the bottom of the screen at www.authorclarencecottrell.com. Uh, and you can find it on there. And specifically, when you when you go on there, and you click on it, you buy that off of there, I'll sign it and send it to you. And with my signature on it, so that you can have it, you can also find it on Amazon and uh, Barnes Noble. But I'm telling you, if you want my my uh, my signature on it, my autograph signature, just go ahead and get it from there. And I'm telling you, it will change your life. There's so many people that I have been getting feedback from. And he's like, oh my God, I thought I was the only one. Mm-hmm. And I said, what do you mean the only one that was denied as a child? And I don't even understand. Mm-hmm. And I said, from there, when they start talking to me, I start ministering to them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because God has placed something inside of all of us. Yes. For it to blossom out, uh, uh, blossom out in a way that we could touch others. Yes, yes. Now, I remember a couple years ago, this this is what, what did, I, a couple years ago, I was singing with my group. It's a gospel group out of uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, called uh, Derek Times and the Limited Gospel Corral. And we went on this show. We went on a TV show, and it was for the Martin Luther King, uh, uh, it was for the Martin Luther King program to have every once a year, you know, here in Pittsburgh. And 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 uh, the the group uh, the singing group Derek Tyler and them to gospel I'm a member of and we were uh, we were singing on the program and we went in the studio and everybody met at the studio and everything and they were going to record us and stuff like that and whatnot so I just had this epiphany of sitting behind the anchor desk right <laughs> so I say yeah I say okay all right you know I was like ooh I look nice so he and everything right and do you know I said, it might not be that anchor desk, but I have my own anchor desk now, right? Yeah. So I didn't see that as a, you know, it's something I'm like, yeah, I just imagine myself on TV, you know, I, you know, and I'm sitting there with my fro and sitting in my, one of my, uh, um, my um, friends in the group, they took a picture of me sitting behind the anchor desk. And I was like, oh, okay, I could, you know, I could get used to this. I was sitting there, you know, posing and everything. <laughs> So then I did not know that this is what God had prepared me for with just that picture. Yes, yes. And now, yes. now I do, now I, I do all these, I do four programs. I I, I 
produce my own programs. And this is one of the programs I did not think that God was saying, okay, well, this is what I got prepared for you in the future. Yes. And I didn't think it would morph into this. You know, I didn't think it would morph into me bringing the guests on, bringing, you know, being, um, you know, interviewing people, things of that nature. And and it's like, isn't it, isn't it funny how God can do us like that? Yeah, yeah. That he'll sit you in a situation, you'll see yourself in that light just in a brief moment, a brief lapse, and then before you know it, you're actually doing what yeah. you had. You didn't know you was going to do. And that's yeah. how God yeah. does us. It's like he takes what's in us. He sits you there for a minute. Look at yourself. Don't you, you know, I, I'm give you a glimpse of what I see in your future. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and God does us all like that. Oh, my goodness. It has been an honor. It has been a privilege. It has been um, a blessing. Amen. A Amen. blessing to have you here. A blessing because someone needed to hear what you had to say. Amen. Someone needed to hear what you had to say mm -hmm. because that might not just pertain to someone in your book. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. I want to ask a question. Mm -hmm. Is that book a autobiography or is it written uh is it an autobiography inspirational book that's the question i i have that's that's what's in my head is it an autobiography inspirational book well it is um i, I was gonna say you have to read the book but um it is uh it's it's based on some true events um okay. All right. yeah it is it is based on true events um, mm -hmm. of this young man and yes. um and it's how you know things happen you know people people think that failure they complain about their past yeah. but what mm -hmm. they don't understand is god your setback in your past god just setting you up for for you yes. well he just he, he set you up for what's what's yeah. come you know yes. you have yes. to praise him through it just don't start mm -hmm. complaining about how your life is because he, mm -hmm. he your, your failure is nothing but a setup for what he is about to do so praise yeah. him wow amen yeah amen amen it's been an honor it's been a pleasure of having you here and i want to say to everyone thank you everyone thank you mr victor uh, Victor Victor Hicks Singer. I want to thank uh, Charles McCargo. I want to thank all of our viewers for watching our broadcast. I want to thank you so much, Apostle Clarence Cottrell, for joining us. And I want to see you again when the next book come out. Okay. Okay. I want to see you again. All right. Okay. Okay, everyone. It has been an honor. It has been a pleasure. And y'all have a blessed evening. Okay, everyone. Thank you for coming out for Arthur's Excerpt Sunday. Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, we're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you.
everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Sharice Johnson Moore here, and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay. You know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people you can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details okay so i want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people okay so that's on a daily basis and I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So come on in, come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies, I love you. Oh!
Oh! <laughs> 